Good morning, everybody. Shabbos daf ein vav. Quick Chazal, we start daf ein hey. The Gemara and daf ein and half went through the melacha of Kareya when exactly Kareya was in the Mishkan. And the Gemara went through that a person who learns from a magush is going to be even one thing. It's going to be chayiv misa. And the Gemara explained that the magush was a person who had a machlekes, but we said the magush in our Gemara was referring to a person who was a kaifer, who was a min, and he was kersak adish baruch. So even if you learn one thing from him, it is going to be you are going to be chayiv misa. And the Gemara on the bottom went through a person who is tzadik chilazin and he's. Cracks it, whether it's a machlekes, whether it's going to be chayv for one malach on Shabbos or two malachas on Shabbos. Then we saw the Gemara went through different actions a person does and what malachas is going to be chayv on Shabbos. And the Gemara told us that there's a chaymer of ksiva over mechika. That, I'm sorry, a chaymer of mechika over ksiva that when a person has, writes a letter, even a very big letter, the malach is not going to be chayv unless he writes two letters. But a person who erases a very big letter, which is the size that you can write two small letters inside on that space, He's going to be chayav for the malacha of mechika. Today, by the Shem, we're going to learn more about the malacha of haitza and how much a person has to take out in order to be chayav for the malacha of haitza. That is going to take us to the Shem until the end of the parak, and we're going to start at the Shem the eighth parak today, which as well is going to talk about how much a person, has to, how much liquid, what shear of liquid a person has to take out in order to be chayav on Shabbos. It says the Halakha Mishnah on the bottom of the Fa'inah Beitz. Void Kalachar Amru. They told us that there's another cloud in regards to Halchas Shabbos. Kol Hakasher Latznia Umatznia Kamayu. Anything which is Kasher Latznia, which Rashi explains, anything which people put away, says Rashi. Shumina also Tzarech Adam. Something which people put away, which we'll see in the world, which is coming to exclude Umatznia Kamayu. And people put away this amount, this shear, says Rashi. Kolaymer Sheish by Shear Roy Latznia. There's a amount, there's a shear that people normally put away, which we'll see exactly what that is in different different items, different shearim. But it's Yehuda Shabbos. The person takes it out on Shabbos. Chayav Chatas Lavi is going to be Chayav Chatas. Again, it has to be something which is normal to put away, normal to take out. And the amount of that most people, like we're going to see, most people would put away this amount of this item, then you're going to be chayim and chavis. Anything which is not normal for people to put away, and anything which people do not put away that year, meaning a very small amount, and you take by Yitzhiba Shabbos in a chayim The only person who's going to be chayim and chavis is the person who puts away this, this amount, meaning a person who puts away a tiny piece of any item, so he's showing that he's machshavet, he's achshavet, he's machshavet this item, he's showing that it's chashavet him, and therefore if that person takes it out, he's going to be chayim, but anybody else who takes it out, they're going to be potters. Since most people don't take out this type of shear, most people don't put away this type of shear, it is not going to be chashiv. The only person going to be chayiv is the hamatzniyah, is the person who puts it away. Says the Gemara writer, call kasher latzniyah What's that coming to exclude? Well, the mission said that only something which is normal for people to put away, you're going to be chayiv to take it out. What's something which people do not normally put away? Says the Gemara. Papa Amar Papa says, lafuki damnida. It's coming to exclude damnida. Ukva Amar Ukva says lafuki atzeh. Share. It's coming to exclude. What about shareji, which is asrabana? And the Rishon point out that pasht is referring to anything which is asrabana. So says the Gemara. Damar damnida. The Gemara says the damnida is also take out that people. People don't put it out, put it away. I'm sorry, you would be potter if you take it out on Chavez. Kolshik and Azia Sheri, you're going to be potter if you take it out because Kolshik and Azia people don't normally put it away because it's Asrana. And Mandar and Azia Sheri, the Mandar where it says Azia Sheri, you're going to be potter for Avodamida, Matsne, Lishuner. So as Gemara said, this Mandar where holds that the mission was referring to Azia Sheri, he would hold that if you take out Damida, you're going to be high because people put it away for it to give to their cats. Says Gemara Vidah, and what does the other Mandar where hold? Why does he hold that people are you're going to be potter if you put away Damida? Why, why is that? Uh, smart to say people give it to their cats. It's more like giving a chashul like matzne. Since a person who gives it to their cat, we have a through machlag yishenu exactly what it's referring to. But pasuk shadow here, Rashi learns that the person who feeds his his cat damida, the person who feeds is going to become sick. And therefore, a person is not going to keep it away. So therefore, he held that a person who takes it on Shabbos is going to be a partner. Again, the Rishonim point out over there, we're not talking about damnida, unless they caught that a person is taking it to a chacham, because then that's something which people normally would take out, and therefore, we're not talking about that type of damnida. 
So you're going to be chayv if you take it on Shabbos because it's not something that a person would keep. And again, interesting machlag Yishayin. We'll talk about it more at the end of the daf. What exactly is referring to that your cat would get sick or you would get sick when you would give it to, the, to your cat to drink? Says right to Shimon is not like Reb Shimon. Why? Because we'll see that the Rambam is Hashem. That Reb Shimon holds that all the shirim that we're going to see later on in the Mishnahis were only given for people who actually put aside that share. However, if a person was, let's say, a richer person, he would he wouldn't keep such a small share. The halach is that he's not going to be chayv. Our Mishnah, our Tana holds that no, since most people take put aside this type of share, most people would carry this out on Shabbos. You're going to be chayv, but we don't look at the individual person. Over Reb Shimon holds that no, we look at the individual person and the shirim go buster at each person. Says the Gemara Baiter. Says the Gemara. This last line of the Mishnah is not like Rabbi Shimon Lazar. Rabbi Shimon Lazar said that I'm sorry that our Mishnah said that the only person who's going to be chayv is if a person puts aside even a very small shear. he's going to be chayv because he's being machshuvit. But says the Gemara, it's not like Rabbi Shimon Lazar. Why? Let's say you have something you you have something which is not the normal shear, a very small amount, and normally most people don't put it away. But you had a person who put it away, so he was showing that it's chasher for him. If another person comes along and he takes out what this person put aside, so even though for the person taking it out it's not chashiv, but since for the person who put it aside it was chashiv, so therefore Rabbi Shimon says a chiddush that the person who takes it out is going to be chayv. However, our Mishnah, which says that only the person who actually puts it aside is going to be chayv, is not like Rabbi Shimon and Elazar. Again, we'll see more about this later on in the Shita of Shimon Elazar. Says the Mishnah Baiter. Now we're going to go through the specific shiurim that our Mishnah said before that the normal shiurim that people set aside for different things. Now the Mishnah is going to go through the different shiurim for different items. It says the Mishnah, Mighty Tavan, Kamalpi part person who takes out Tavan straw process straw is going to be the amount of the amount of a part that's going to be the amount that if a person takes out is going to be chayv atza kmalpi gamal and the atza which we'll see in the more what it's referring to is the the mouth of a gamal mouth of a camel. Amir, the amount of straw, unprocessed straw, the amount that fills up the mouth of a lamb, the amount of grass that fills up the mouth of a goat, the leaves of garlic and leaves of onions, if they are wet, then they, the shear of a gregus will use a dried frig, if they're dry, then the mouth of a and All these things in our Mishnah, if the shear were not the same, they're not going to be mitzarf, meaning all the different items that we list in our Mishnah, all the different food items, the, you're, you can't be mitzarf them in order to get the Share because they have different share. We'll see more about this in the Gemara. Welcome to start with what says the Gemara. My Atza, Amar Yehuda, Tevin Shemini Kidneys is referring to Tevin Straw of different types of beans. That's what our Mishnah said. We're referring to Atza. It's actually very interesting in Chizkuni, where the Chizkuni on Parsha of Eir, Rashi brings down the Medrash in the beginning of the Parsha. The, par- the Pasuk mentions a learning memory. So Rashi brings down that the reason why the Pasuk mentions memory is because memory was one who gave Avramavinu a Eitzah before he did the Mila. So that's why the Tire the tire mentioned it to sh- the show the Schus that ma- that memory had to give- for giving an Eitzah to Avramavinu. You know, it's interesting. Chaskuni is bothered by the pasuk shot in the Medrash, the pasuk shot in the Rashi. So he says, "From time to time, Alish Galav a Kaddish of the Makom Kavram." Shalom v'Asun Esenis. He tells Eitzah and Mikayim Milo Mitzvah Shakalish Baruch Hu Lav. Chaskuni asks, "How could it be that Avram Avinu is going to ask somebody else for an Eitzah if he should listen to Kaddish Baruch Hu?" It doesn't make sense. So again, many different shots in the Mishnah. But one of the shots he offers is based in our Gemara. Yishlamer Nasimai Atza Mina Aspavonis Therapi Amaker. One of the options he gives is that it's not, it doesn't say Eitzah. It doesn't mean that he gave him a advice. It means that he gave him this Atza, which our Gemara. Tells us is this heaven from the kidneys to help him heal for his mila? Says like my right to kiyasa rev dimi. Amar mighty heaven can be par legamo. Rabbi Yechonah Merchayu Shimon Lakishon Pater. Person who takes out heaven, the amount which would fill up the pipara, but he takes it out for a camel. Meaning he takes it out. He takes out the amount of share which was normal to give to a cow, but he wants to give it to his camel, which would require a bigger share. Camels need more to eat. So what is Allah? I mean, he took out the share that would normally feed a cow, but now he's giving it to take out to his camel. What's Allah? Rabbi Yechonah Merchayu Shimon Lakishon Pater. Lachayu Shimon Lakishon and Rabbi Shimon Lakish. But Orta says, "Gemara, Rabbi Yechonah, this is what Rabbi Yechonah said at night. Let's suffer in the morning. How the baby was chayzer." 
He was chazer, and he held like Rishakish, that you're going to be potter. Rabbi Yisrael Shapra, Rabbi Dabi, it makes sense that Rabbi Yisrael was chazer, because the lice it's not right to give to a camel, so therefore, of course, you're not going to be chayv, even though it's right for a cow, but you're the lice taking it out for a camel, and therefore, it has to have the proper share for what you're going to take it out for. I'm the Abaya, so the Abaya Adra, but could you be karma stabra? Says Abaya, no, it makes sense the other way around that since it's right for it to be given to a para, so the chari should be chayv. Meaning, since this is a normal shear for it to be taken out for a cow, so therefore, even though you're taking out for a camel, you should be says that really everybody agrees that if you take out the amount which you normally take for a cow and you take that out for a camel, is going to be chayv. Since it's normal to take out that shear for a cow, you're going to be chayv. The question is, let's you take out the amount of an atza which you can give to a so now the Gemara explains what the Machlech is. The Machlech is the other way around. Rabbi Yechon Rabbi Yechon says Pater. Rabbi Yechon Rabbi Pater Achil Dei Chak Leish Machila. That since it's not normal for a cow to eat this atza, so therefore Achil Dei Chak Leish Machila, and therefore we're going to be Pater. And Rabbi Yechon says Chayev Chachil Dei Chak Machila. Since you you can get the cow to eat this atza, even though it's really supposed to be given to a camel, but since you could get the cow to eat it, therefore it's considered normal to to take it out for the cow, and therefore you're going to be Chayev if you take it out the shear that of Pipar. So the Gemara writer, Omer can let be tlet, but Tanya, asked the Gemara, the mission said that Omer is the amount that you would put in the mouth of a lamb. But asked the Gemara, we learned in the Bible, that's a shear of a Gregarius, of a fig. And the Gemara, I divide you, it's really one shear, the amount of a fig. And the amount of the mouth of a lamb is the same shear. And Tyson speaks out that Tyson over here speaks out. So why did the mission just say Kigaris? So Tyson speaks out that the mission wanted to tell us the reason why the Chachamim gave the shear of Gregarius is because that is the amount that you give to a tlah. That's the amount that you give to a lamb. Says the Hekmar writer. Ali Shum, or ten lines up from the bottom. Ali Shum, but Ali B'Tzalim Lachem Kiragar. So we should play Pidi. Maybe it's Arab from Zavzav. We should have a And says the Gemara, Rabbi Yisrael, Aim it's Arab from the Chamer Shemen. I'm it's Arab from the Kal Shemen. So we have to just define what Chamer and Kal is over here. The Rashi explains that Chamer is something which requires a smaller shear, and Kal is something which requires a bigger shear. So says the Gemara, Aim it's Arab from the Chamer Shemen. Something which requires a bigger shear is not going to be Arab. Something which requires a smaller shear. I'm it's Arab from the Kal Shemen. However, something which requires a smaller shear is going to be Arab. Something which requires a bigger shear. The Chol Leishav Yisrael Aim it's Arab. And ask the Gemara, is that true? That that something which is not of the same share could be mitzarif, meaning something which is more chamer could be mitzarif with something which has more kal share. But ask the Gemara, we see the Mishnah. The Mishnah in Kalim tells us that shleish shleish begat shleish shleish in order for begat to be kabbal to mitz magish has to be three or three tvachim. A sack and a sack will have to be arba arba tvachim with three or four tvachim. The arn if it's a cloth made out of leather, the chamisha chamisha has to be five or five tvachim. Mapet shisha shisha if it's a man has to be six or six tvachim. The tani alam we learned on this Mishnah. A begat a sack a sack for arba mapet. If you want to combine these shiurim together, let's say you have a begad which is made out of sackcloth and a leather, the Allah is that they are going to combine for this for this shear. But Amar Rav Shimon Rav explained, Matam, why are these shear mitzvahim? Because since in regard to Tumas Meishav, the minimal shear is one by one tefach, and they all shear that same and they all shear that same amount. Therefore, since in regard to one shear, they all have the same amount in order to become tamei. Therefore, we can mitzvah them for the shear. But says the Gemara makes that diak. Taima during the Tali Meishav, the only reason why they're going to mitzvah together and they're going to mitzvah for the same shear is because they have a similar in regard to Tumas Meishav. They they both have the same. However, however, if it was not for the fact that they had the same shear in regards to one specific tumma, we would say that they're not mitzarif, even though the more chamer ones would not be mitzarif, the more kal ones. So, asking more of the chamer, the kashim we just said before, we said before that a more chamer shear could mitzarif with a more kal shear. I would see the mission of that if not for the fact that they would all shear the same amount in regards to Tumas Maishav, we would say that they're not going to mitzarif. And says the Gemara, Amarava, Rabbi explained.
In our case as well, they all have a similar share in regards with Dukma, which Rashi explains that if a person wants to sell his, his items, a person trying to sell different types of grains, he'll, he'll take one of each in order to show off, in order to show people to display what he's trying to sell. And therefore, since they all have the same share in regards to Dukma, therefore they're going to be Mitzdarif as well over here because in regards to one thing, they have the same share, so they could be Mitzdarif as well in regards to the share for its on Shabbos. Says the Mishnah, now we spoke about before the share of animal food that a person is going to be high for in Shabbos, now we're going to speak about the share of human food that a person is going to be high for in Shabbos. Says the Mishnah, a person takes out food on Shabbos the size of a fig, dried out fig, is going to be high. And the law is that all different foods are going to combine because all have the same share. Except for their shells, and their pits, and their stems, and the coarse bread, and worse than the fine bread. Except for the the shells of the lentils, because those are because you cook the, the shells of lentils with the actual lentils. It's actually very interesting that in the olden days, it wasn't, didn't seem to be very normal for people to cook like we're going to see in the Gemara. Only an onion would eat the grain with all of the parts, with the bran, the fine bran, the coarse bran. However, says Rizal nowadays, whole wheat is actually more expensive than regular wheat. And now we've recognized that whole wheat is actually healthier. So maybe now we should say that whole wheat would be mitzdarif as well. The rest of the wheat would be mitzdarif. Rizal suggests that it could be this is one of that does change over time depending on whether it's normal for people to eat or not. It could be that nowadays would be mitzdarif for this year. Says the Gemara writer, the super immersal and you're telling me that the parts of the bran are not going to be mitzdarif. The Mishnah, the five quarters of a cow of Kemach, and a little bit is going to be the shear of Chal. Chayav Mechal is going to be Chayav Mechal. Hain of Super Nemorsen, and we see that the mission over there says we combine the fine brand and the coarse brand. So we see that it should be mitzvah after the shear. And she says the Gemara Rabbi, you can only echel pita be isa blusa. No, because since an ani eats it, an ani will eat the bread with all of the bread. We will eat the grain with all of the stuff, and therefore it's going to be mitzvah for the shear of Chal. But it's not going to be mitzvah for the shear of Hitzan Shabbos. Says the Gemara Rabbi, who died? Rabbi says Chutzpah Klipi Adashim Amos Pashin Yimah, and asks the Gemara Adashim in Poyim. Why you're telling me that only by lentils the Shell is going to be starved, but other beans not going to be starved. But time going to the right cell. Rehuda said, except for the shells of other beans as well. So the Chari the steer and the Shita Rehuda. Rehuda in Arabic said only lentils, and, and we have a Bryce, which says Rehuda said other beans as well. And this to be said that these shells are going to be starved because you cook it with them. That was referring to new beans, and this to be said they're not going to be starved. That's by old beans. The Gemara explains, when they're old beans, why is the shell not starved? Because since they're old beans, they get very they get black, so it looks like they're there flies in the plate, and therefore person's not going to eat them. So therefore the shells of old beans are not going to be starved to the shear versus the shells of new beans, they're going to be starved the shear because you eat it, you cook it with the food. Now we're going to see the eighth pack of Shabbos. We're going to start off by listing off the shear of liquids that a person is going to be chayvet for taking out Shabbos. Says the Mishnah. Person takes out wine and the amount of shear that you would mix with the kais. With Rashi explains that in the olden days they used to mix their wines three quarters to one. That they would have one quarter of wine and three quarters of water because their wines are very strong. We'll speak about this more when we get to the Gemara. So therefore, the person takes out wine. The amount of shear which requires for mizika, which is a quarter of a chalav milk kadegamia. A milk, the amount that a person swallows could swallow in one gulp. Dvash, honey, could eat in our and honey, and the amount that a person puts on his wound, shemak de lasta, ever cut on oil, nor that 
the amount that a person would put on the aver cotton of a baby, that's the, enough to be con- to considered chasho taking out chaps. Mayim kei lashon is a killer water in order for a person to put on his eye to help heal something wrong with his eye. Vishar kalmashkin revius and the rest of the liquids are the shears with revius. Vachashevchen revius and anything which you would pour, which you'll see the gemara we're talking about dirty water that also goes with the revius. That's also the shears revius. Shimon Rabbi Shimon says kulam revius. All them, all the liquids in our mishnah, the shears revius. Vlay never calls shirin alalu elamatsniyin. And the only reason why we said these other shirin in our mishnah, it's only for people who actually put aside these specific amounts. However, for a regular person, the shear is going to be a revius. And again, we're going to learn more about this Bez Hashem in the Gemara, exactly what the sheet of Rabbi Shimon is. Says the Gemara, Tanik Kadeim Zikas Akais Yafa. The Brayse says Kadeim Zikas Akais Yafa, a good kais. And says the Gemara, my kais Yafa, kais Shabracha. It's referring to kais Shabracha, which we explained is a a kais Shabracha is a revius, and therefore the shear in the mission is going to be a quarter of a revius. Says the Gemara, like Amar Benachan, Amar Ravu, kais Shabracha Tzarashi be Reve Revius. That a kais Shabracha you have to put in the amount of wine, which is a quarter revius. Kadeshi Yimuz Guv Yamla Revius. So that you'll mix it three quarter another three quarters of water, and then you're going to have a revius for the kais Shabracha. Again, we'll see the Gemara is going to be like this. Whether you when you do mezigah, do you do two thirds or three quarters? But the Gemara now is assuming that you do one quarter wine and three quarters of water. It's interesting. Rashi explains that the reason why they would do this is because the wine in those days were strong. Shabbosky actually writes in Chua, there people There's a misconception that people think that in the olden days wine was able to get to a higher alcoholic percentage, and that's why they had to mix it with water. And he says that's why people get, get confused and they think that the lower percentage of alcohol in order to be considered wine is a higher percentage. Let's say seven, eight, nine, ten percent. However, Shabbosky explained that it's actually impossible to distill wine to a percentage higher than between 13, 14, and 15 percent. And therefore, when we talk about the lowest percentage of something which is considered wine, he said it's referring to something which is 3 or 4 percent. However, it's actually interesting that nowadays they have come up with methods using some fancy distillation process that they could get to a little bit higher than that, but we're referring to the times of Chazal where they were talking about Mazigo, which was at least 3, 4 percent. And he just said that what we must be referring to when we talk about that their wine was stronger, it must be that it had a stronger flavor, a stronger smell, stronger taste, and therefore they would mix it, the normal situation was that they would mix it with water. Two kickers when we saw today the Gemara on the beginning of the Amun, we saw the Gemara brought down that when a person feeds their cat damnida, Rashi explained that they become sick. We said there's three chapters in Rishayim. Number one, Rashi says that, they, that the person who feeds the dam to the cat, he, the person who feeds it, becomes sick. There's another chapter in Rishayim that the cat becomes sick. And another chapter in Rishayim that the woman who had the damnida, the woman whose damnida it is, becomes sick. So again, this is a very interesting idea that damnida causes the cat to get sick, the person who feeds it, the woman to get sick. If you take a look, there were some very interesting ideas that Ramban writes in Parashat Tazri and another place that they had this idea that damnida was something which is very poisonous, which is very dangerous, and a person who could look in a mirror. Very interesting phenomena with the damnida. However, if you actually take a look at the Ramban and his tired Tamima, and his Rosh Tamima, he describes how his shita on damnida, or exactly the poisonous, the poisonous aspects of Damnida was coming from Aristotle, that Aristotle had a certain belief that Damnida was dangerous and was poisonous, and therefore we have to recognize that when the Ramban was quoting, he was telling us that this, this part does come from Aristotle, and it could be that this is incorrect. And if anybody's interested, I actually reached out to Rabbi Dr. Eddie Rechman for a little bit of help in regards to this Kumar, if he had any marmachimists on this topic of the Damnida, and he did send me an interesting article about the different perspectives of the Rishonim on Damnida, if anybody's interested, it definitely could send. And then we saw that on the Kumar on the bottom of the Ramban, the Gemara spoke about being with Starf, different things which have different shirms. So Ramesh actually has an interesting chuva where he describes how it could be that if a person eats a food and a person has a liquid, even though they're the same bracha, it could be that not mitzarif. Because since a food and a liquid have a different bracha, therefore it could be they're not going to mitzarif. 
have a bracha chayim, meaning a person has vegetable soup, let's say, and he doesn't have enough of the share of the actual vegetables or enough of the actual share of the liquid to make a bracha chayim, a bar nefashis, it could be that they're not going to be because a food and liquid have different shirim, so it could be they're not going to combine together for the same shear. Quick chazar, we saw today the Gemara on the Minaf introduces us to the next side, the second side, that a person who is only looking to chayim and itself for something which people normally put away, and for the shear that people put away, and that we're going to see those shirim which were delineated in the Mishnahites coming up. And the Gemara explained that that was coming to exclude either Damnido or Atiyashir, which people don't put away, they're not going to be chayev for Eitzah. And the Gemara on the Amaral, Fahim Fahmanal, brought down the different Shiyarim, that a person is going to be chayev for taking out different types of foods, different types of food items. And then the Gemara brought down that everybody agrees that if you take out the amount for a para for a camel, Allah is going to be chayev, since that's a normal shiver of para, or the other way around, if you take out camel food for a para, there was a discussion going to be chayev or not. Is or not? Then the Gemara on the bottom brought down a discussion of whether something which is more chomer can be starved, or the shear which is more kalim. Where I explain the only reason why it can be starved is because since in regards to one aspect, it does have the same shear in regards to ledugma, where a person would show off his items, they all have the same shear. You just want a little bit of each. Therefore, they're going to be starved as well in regards to Shabbos. And then the Gemara on the base went through the shear of the, the animal of human food that's going to be the shear of Gregarus. And the Mishnah we saw brought down the different shear for liquids for, to be chayav for Eitzah on Shabbos. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.